Good morning, and welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Stephen. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. You know, I love getting your day started off on the right foot. And to help with that, I use an inspiring quote. And today's is so good. It goes right along with that whole idea of seeing the glasses half empty or half full. Are you a pessimist or are you an optimist? And Uh, You know, you've heard me say here plenty of times, be looking for the good stuff and you're going to find it because, you know, if you look for the bad stuff, you're definitely going to find that, right? So I'm always challenging you to look for the good. Now, this is all about optimism, but it's not just the term that I'm talking about. It's our role in helping it happen. Optimism isn't a belief that things will automatically get better. It's a conviction that we can make things better. I'm going to read it one more time. I'm going to put the emphasis one more place. It's going to make it make so much more sense. You ready? Optimism isn't a belief that things will automatically get better. It's a conviction that we can make things better. Ooh, we have a role to play. You have significant power over the things in your life. I mean, you can impact them in whichever way you see fit. If you see things as really bad and you want to pout about it and you want to vent about it and you want to just be mad about it, you can do that and nothing's going to change. But if you decide enough is enough, this is not going to happen anymore, I'm going to make sure this doesn't happen again and you start moving your feet and you start impacting that thing, things are going to change. And it's all because you started moving. This has a lot of spiritual implications, doesn't it? Because we can pray and pray and pray to God to do something and maybe just sit back and just wait and say, all right, God, do it. I'm waiting. I've got faith. When maybe the whole time he's looking at you saying, all right, let's do it. Start moving your feet and I'll meet you halfway. (laughs) So we have to be willing to do the footwork. We have to partner with God in these things in our lives. And as we do, he blesses it. So I wanted to remind you of that today. We can't just sit back and hope it all turns out for the best. No, it's up to us to help it happen. Partnering with God every step of the way. (laughs) It's amazing how it works. Now, does it feel overwhelming sometimes? You better believe it. Some people are like, well, God won't give you more than you can handle. Uh, No, that's not how that scripture reads. No, I think he will give you more than you can handle because he knows you can't handle it alone. You've got to rely on him for help to handle it. And it creates that partnership. So just keep that in mind today. Let's do the work. Let's put one foot in front of the other and let's change some things for the better. And this world's going to be a better place because of it. So there you go. I don't want to go to work because it makes me really sad. And I got to deal with people and I don't want to do that. I am broke even though I work 40 hours a week. It's okay. I'm fine. Oh, that's sad, isn't it? This is going to be a good day. You know why? Because we got a big God. Here's Terry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With foes on my left and fears on my right, they think that I'm all by myself in this fight. 37 degrees right now in Fort Payne, 48 in Albertville, but the rest of us, well, we just happen to be mm, kissing the 50s right now. 52 in Coleman, 52 in Scottsboro, 53 right now in Huntsville. And 54 over in Decatur. Hey, your word of life today comes to you from James chapter 1, verse 27 in the New Living Translation of the Bible. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. That's right.
You got to stand firm. You got to help those in need. Hey, we are called to do some amazing stuff, you know? And hey, I hope that you're seeing that play out in your own life. I hope that you're standing firm in your faith, that you're not letting the world corrupt you. I, I hope that you are reaching out and helping those orphans and those widows, you know? It's a pretty amazing thing. It really is. That we get to partner with God and help take care of people. Be the hands and feet of Jesus on this earth. So, hey, be encouraged today. And why don't you share that word of life with somebody? We've got it ready for you across all of our socials and at the top of our website, 885JFM.com. Of course, our socials are Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, X, and TikTok. And, of course, right there at the top of our website, we got that word of life. But we also have the On Now button. Click that and press play, and you can hang out with us wherever you happen to be. Right now, we've got listeners at... Well, actually, let's see, down in Mountainboro, Alabama, good morning to you. Also over in Helsinki, Finland, I see you listening this morning. And hey, I'd love to know your name, whether you're listening to us on the stream, on the radio, or even on the podcast on Spotify. Send me an email. It's lifeline at 885jfm.com and tell me your name, where you're listening to us from, and maybe something you like about the station or something you'd like to see improved, because I want to shout you out right here on the show. So go do that. Again, it's lifeline, all one word, at 885jfm.com. Thanks. Okay, so what's that practical thing that you just have to have? For my wife, it just happens to be Dr. Pepper. She loves this stuff, and she's been like really cutting back here lately, but every now and then I notice a Dr. Pepper bottle or a can in her car. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to lay off of them, but I, it's just so hard. For some people, oh, they love a good snack. But what's your favorite snack? Do you like Pringles? Yeah, maybe a candy bar? I don't know. Maybe you go for the sour stuff, maybe Sour Patch Kids or Gummy Worms. I, I don't know. Sometimes I find that us people... By us people, I mean those around 40 or so, we kind of try to relive our childhood a little bit. We might keep little, you know, treats around from time. Maybe a bag of Reese pieces in the truck. Not going to say I'm guilty of that, but I'm not going to say I'm not guilty of that. Anyway, <laughs> what is that thing for you? Mm, I want you to think about it. And I want you to ask yourself, does that thing bring me a lot of satisfaction? Does it bring value to my life? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not like on this whole journey of, hey, let's just cancel everything that doesn't matter. No, I'm not doing that at all because we need to have a good time in this life, right? There are things that we need to appreciate. But I am going to challenge you to think about what value those things bring to your life. And snacks, they definitely bring value. They put a smile on my face. They help me remember my childhood sometimes, right? But I want you to think about other things in your life. You feel like you might be a little, I don't know, addicted to. And it's like, oh, I just, I, every time I get that, I just feel so good. But afterwards, I just don't. I want you to really think deep about it because we're going to dig into that coming up next. Stick around and we'll do it after Jordan Saints here. Talking a little bit about those things. Things that don't really bring us a whole lot of satisfaction. In the moment, yeah, they're great. It feels good. You get that hit. But then it's like afterwards, it's like it brought no value. It's like it's kind of pointless. It was just for that moment. Yeah. I came across Celeste. And she's really got a way of expressing this. It's, um, well, a theory that she heard recently. I think it's going to make total sense to you. Take a listen and let's see. And we'll talk about it right afterwards. So see what you think about this right here. One thing I can't stop thinking about is called the Dorito theory. I learned about this and now I see everything a little bit differently. It goes like this. 
The idea is that only experiences that aren't truly satisfying are maximally addictive. So imagine eating Doritos. When you eat a Dorito and finish your bite, you're not fully satisfied. It's not the same as eating a steak or eating a really satiating food that's high in protein and that after your bite, you really feel sort of that fullness and that warmth of satisfaction. Eating potato chips is addictive because the peak of the experience is kind of when you're tasting it and not after. There's kind of nothing that exists actually once the experience is done. And the experience itself is not satisfying in the end. It's kind of the the moment of having is the satisfying part. I think this applies to a lot of different very addictive things in life, like the infinite scroll on TikTok. You're never satisfied after you engage in the behavior. It's really just that that moment of hitting the scroll is when the dopamine comes. Now that I have a word for it, now that I have a framework for it with Dorito theory, just this idea that things that aren't actually satisfying are the ones that are maximally addictive and that's why I want them, I think I can identify those areas and try to avoid them more effectively. Imagine the trade-off between eating an amazing steak versus eating an entire bag of potato chips. There's no turn-off mechanism in your brain for the potato chips, whereas with the steak, there might actually be. You're not going to overeat. It seems a little bit intense, but I'd recommend actually trying to just remove anything that you think falls into Dorito category and various which types of things you guys would classify as under this Dorito theory. So I put this Dorito theory to the test unknowingly earlier on in life. I wouldn't do this these days, but I have actually been completely satisfied after a whole bag of Doritos before. Now, that's You heard what I said, whole bag of Doritos, after which I felt guilty and gassy and just not well, you know? It's one of those things that didn't bring much value to my life. In the moment, sure, it filled an empty space and I, I got that hit of saltiness and crunchiness. Oh, I want Doritos now. Anyway, um, but I was thinking, what kind of things in my life might fall into that category? The Dorito category. I was thinking about this. So, you know, like when you meet up with that one friend you have that's usually grumpy and you, you know what you're doing. You bring up a topic that you know they don't like, but you know they'll talk about it forever because they have such a strong opinion on how much they hate it. And it's like, you know how to press that button. And it's so fun in the time just to kind of, oh man, talk about this thing. And it could be about a thing. It could be about a person. Wow. I found myself tempted with this recently. Let me tell you. Okay. So if you don't know, my little brother, his name is John. He lives up in Kentucky, right? He's in the military, he's in the army. And since he's been in, well, he, he's gotten a little bit of art on his body. Yeah, massive, massive art on his forearm, on the on the bottom forearm, on the outside, and then on the inside, right? He's got like a, a, a tiger and cubs on the inside. He's got a lion and a mountain on the outside. It looks amazing, just very artistic. Now, he covered up a really bad scar from his motorcycle accident on the inside of his forearm on his left hand, or left arm, okay? So, I mean, it's amazing. You can barely even see the scar anymore. Well, he sends me a text earlier in the week. He says, hey, man, I just got a new tattoo. I'm like, oh, really? And he sent me this picture. And the picture that he sent me, I didn't know if he was messing with me or not because I, this, is, this is nothing like his other tattoos. His others are like black and shaded and gray and, and you know, just monotone. 
And this one's got like red and it's got blue in it and it's really out there. And I, I thought he was messing with me, you know? I thought, well, surely he didn't get this on his arm. I said, oh, that's interesting. He said, oh, you don't like it, huh? I said, well, well, I mean, tell me more. What's the story behind it? He said, no, I just, I've got this favorite tattoo artist. He's out in, in Las Vegas and he was nearby here in Kentucky, about 15 minutes from the house. And I just went by and I told him, I said, man, I just want to give you artistic license. You do whatever you want to do. Put it right here on my arm. He did have one caveat. He didn't want anything that would, would look evil on him on his body. Okay. And he sent me this picture and I'm thinking, man, you know what? I'm not big on tattoos. I mean, I don't think somebody's going, you know, to the uh, the bad place for getting tattoos at the same time. And I know somebody else who doesn't really like tattoos that much. And that just happens to be my mom. And so <laughs> Tuesday, I'm talking with my mom. And I know I could take this topic to, to places that just, oh man, we could just really, I mean, talk bad about my little brother. Just, what was he thinking? That kind of stuff. But I chose not to go down that road. I could have, I could have harped on it. I could have kept going and man, I could have got my mom going cause she hates tattoos, right? <laughs> but I knew not to, why? Because it would have brought me a whole lot of shame and a whole lot of guilt talking bad about my little brother. Do I agree with his decision? You know, he wanted that and uh, is it a nice tattoo? Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. If it makes him happy, it makes him happy and I'm happy for him. You know what I mean? But I could have gone on and on and really, I mean, we could have talked bad about him, but we didn't do it because I knew afterwards I would feel awful. I feel like I need to call him up and apologize. So you ever find yourself in that kind of situation? It's like, you know how to press that button and it's going to bring you a whole lot of, uh, maybe a smile. Maybe you're going to feel giddy in the moment. Like it's so exciting to talk about this. And then afterwards it's like, man, oh, what did I just do? You ever find yourself in situations like that? Yeah, that's life, right? But we learn from those mistakes, don't we? And the next time, maybe we lay back a little bit. We're not like doing that anymore because we know how bad we're going to feel afterwards. Yeah. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me. I love doing life with you. And my little brother, John, I love you too. You're probably listening to me right now up in Kentucky. I hope you're having a great day, man. And yes, you know what? If that makes you happy, I'm happy for you. I think it's funny how language has developed over time. You know, you find people, these paleontologists, and these people that go and they discover things and they find all kinds of ruins. And, and some of these people, maybe they go into these caves and they find these cave drawings or sometimes things etched into stone. Like those people, you know, out, out in Egypt with the hieroglyphics and all that stuff. Isn't it amazing? All those symbols mean things. And then, I mean, we have very diverse languages now, right? I mean, come on, English is a moving target. You never quite know when the rule is going to stick, right? I before E except after C. <laughs> yeah, that's not always the case, is it? No, it's not. So, uh, you know, I've noticed, though, that more and more, especially recently, with the advent of technology, I mean, we've gone back to drawing symbols again, haven't we? <laughs> How many emojis do you use on any given day? <laughs> <laughs> they just bring a lot of fun, some color to the conversation on that text message, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like we're going backwards, though. Isn't that funny? <laughs> hey, stick around. You know what? Carline competition coming up next. Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn. Give me the horn.
Alright, now let's go ahead and crank that engine and let's start that music so I can say, Hey everybody, it's time to play the car line competition. It's your chance to win some gift cards and you know what happened yesterday, right? Yeah, we had some people call us up and say, you know what, I want to play the game, but I just want to roll those gift cards over. So then that means that that train started rolling through. So we're starting this morning off with six gift cards instead of three. So I wonder, would you like to play my game? Now it's a trivia game. I'm going to ask a question, give you the cue to call, and then you call me up, give me the right answer, and win six gift cards, one or two to keep, and the rest to give away. I'll ask you to shout out two people on the radio and share some love with them too. That's one of my most favorite parts of the whole game. So you ready to play? Let's do it. One who drives slowly is often referred to as a what driver? Is it a Friday driver, a Monday driver, a Sunday driver, or a Tuesday driver? Ooh, 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Y'all are quick on the draw this morning. I already got my caller. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song and I get your answer. Here's for King and Country with God Only Knows. Good morning. Hey, Stephen. It's Heather Pettit from Union Chapel. Heather, <laughs> so glad to hear Hiya. from Hi. <laughs> Sunday driver. Sunday oh God, oh driver. You got it. That's correct. Congratulations <laughs> to you. Six gift cards. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. So let's roll them over. Oh. oh, my. We're keeping that train rolling, huh? Uh-huh. Wow. So I wonder, can you tell me about two very special people in your life that mean a whole lot to you? My mom and my sister. Your mom and your sister. All right, tell me something special about your sister. That she always farts on me. Hey, she <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes. <laughs> I love it. All right, and now tell me something special about that mom of yours. She takes me to school. Oh, that's good stuff. All right, speaking of that, you've got to get out. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> How much fun was that? Thank you so much for calling me. Oh, the six gift cards now become nine gift cards. Oh, my. You think you have what it takes to win? Well, let's find out. We're going to switch now over to a little science. We're going to talk about some animals. You ready for this? Which bird is generally known as laying the largest egg in relation to its own body size? Is it a kiwi, an ostrich, an emu, or a cockatoo? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Listen very carefully. Which bird is generally known as laying the largest egg in relation to its own body size? Is it a kiwi, an ostrich, an emu, or a cockatoo? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. You know what? I'm all about giving second chances. If you get it wrong the first try, you're going to get another shot. And I happen to be your phone a friend. So call me up, 256-505-0885. Nine gift cards up for grabs. Are you going to win them? I sure hope so. Waiting on that call right now. Again, 256-505-0885. 885JFM, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's your name? Tessa. Tessa, all right. Well, so glad to hear from you this morning. What are you up to? About to go to school. Ah, what school do you go to? Ingrab Elementary. And what grade are you in? Third. Third grade. It ain't no grade. Ah. Very nice. <laughs> Very cool. All right, well, here's my question for you. All right, now this is for nine gift cards, so no pressure. Which bird is generally known as laying the largest egg in relation to its own body size? 
Is it a kiwi, an ostrich, an emu, or a cockatoo? A kiwi. A kiwi is correct. Congratulations to you. Yes. How did you know that? My mom Googled it. <laughs> yes. Sometimes it takes Google. You got to use whatever resources you got. You just won nine gift cards. How does that make you feel? Awesome. I'm so glad it does. Now, we want you to keep maybe one, two, or three of these gift cards and give the others away. It's very special people. I want the Lord them on. Oh, my. We're keeping the train going? Yeah. Woohoo! I can hear it in the background. 12 gift cards now. You're going to make somebody's morning. Hey, will you shout out two people for me? Two very special people that mean a lot to you. My sister and my friend. Okay. What's your sister's name? Emmy Lou. Emmy Lou. What do you love about Emmy Lou? She's sweet and she she plays with me a lot. Awesome. And then you said a friend? Which friend? Yep, Sydney. Oh. Sydney's always nice to me and she likes and she's a very good friend. Very cool. Sounds like you've got some amazing people in your life. I hope you have the best day ever at school today, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Tessa, you rock! Rolling those gift cards over now, they turn into 12 gift cards. 12 gift cards up for grabs on this next question. So, are you ready for this? Here we go. The medical abbreviation ENT refers to which part of the body? Is it elbows, neck, and tongue? Or is it eyes, nodules, and tonsils? Is it ear, nose, and throat? Or is it esophagus, neck, and toes? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Got my caller. Here's the news, boys. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Good morning. What's going on, babe? Happy 22 years of being together. Oh, oh, oh that's right. Today, 22 years on 2-22-24. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's right. And it's 22 years ago that we decided that we would date and be together, and we just kind of stuck and stayed. We were... Do you remember where we were at? <laughs> we had like done this day of going around to different places like uh, St. Bernard Prep Academy. We went out there. And uh-huh. I, uh, did we go to the shrine on that day too? I don't remember. We did. We went to the yeah. shrine of the Most Blessed Sacrament down in Hansville. Yeah. Yeah, that was we a good day. Cat- we, we visited the Catholic Church that was there in Coleman. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Yeah. Places like that. <laughs> yeah. We were at, we at St. Bernard when we were... We made that decision. I mean, yeah, I mean, we I, we had only been dating. I hadn't dated anybody else. <laughs> and it was Same like, here. yeah, let's, let's see this. Right? Yep. And here we are all these years. It seems like a lifetime ago. That was just 2002. But here we are, 2024. Yeah. Are you happy with your decision? Yes, yeah, I'm very happy with my decision. Me are too. you? Me too. Me too. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I love you, babe. I love you too. I have no idea what the question was because I was calling you. Okay. So, All right. Well, here we go. This might be 12 gift cards. No pressure or anything, but here we go. We're going to test that okay. noggin of yours. The medical abbreviation ENT refers to which parts of the body? Is it elbows, neck, and tongue? Eyes, nodules, and tonsils? E- ear, nose, and throat? Or esophagus, neck, and toes? Okay, so an ENT doctor is an ears, nose, and throat doctor. Yep, that's it. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay. 12 cool. gift cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's roll them over to Woo-hoo. the next person. All right, we can do that. <coughs> Keeping that train rolling through. Oh, yeah. And uh, 
person I'm calling out would be you. Uh, I'm, th- I'm thankful for 22 years uh, of marriage. Well, I mean, we haven't been married 22 years, so we've been together for 22 years. So Aww. I'm thankful that God put somebody in my life to love me no matter what I do and no matter what I say and to love me through ups and downs and to just be there for me um, whenever I need somebody. So, You're giving me all the warm and uh, fuzzies, babe. Well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I, mean, I love you too. It's babe. not always warm and fuzzy, but we try to make it warm and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> all right, babe. Hey, thanks for calling. I love you. I love you too. Have a good day. All right, you too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Getting that train rolling through. Oh my goodness, we just popped it up from 12 to 15. Oh my, let's do this thing. I got another question right here. Do you have what it takes to win 15 gift cards? Well, let's find out, shall we? Here we go. What's the muscle that covers the shoulder joint? Is it the pectoral muscle, the bicep, the deltoid, or the quadricep? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, what's the muscle that covers the shoulder joint? Is it the pectoral, the bicep, the deltoid, or the quadricep? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. And hey, I got a caller. Stay on the phone line with me. Oh, let me check it real quick. Yep, okay. All right, let me hit this song and I'll get your answer. Here's Kane with Any More. I thought there was a problem with that last call. That's why I checked it. And sure enough, it went to a dial tone, but that's okay. Today's car line competition has come to an end. We will start tomorrow morning with 15 gift cards to give away. That train just keeps on rolling. Y'all are awesome. Somebody is going to be blessed beyond measure. It might be a kid that like gets a gift card for most of their class. If they got a smaller class, I mean, come on, 15 gift cards? Or who knows? It might roll even bigger. I think the biggest we've ever gotten is 15 gift cards, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. But we'll play it again tomorrow morning starting at 7 o'clock, all right? Now, hey, I want you to stick around and a little programming note. You know what? I'm going to have a couple guests here with me in the studio this morning talking with us about a pretty big deal. Yeah, Ellie Burns is going to be here. And she's going to be talking with us a little bit about a women's conference. It's called If Sand Mountain. And it's going to be at LifePoint Church in Albertville. It's going to be a blast. She's going to be joined by Mallory Allen. So really looking forward to having them in studio at 8.30 this morning, live on the radio. And we'll be on the stream, of course. And we'll be on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube at the same time or over there on the socials. So please tune in and find out more about this amazing conference happening Friday and Saturday. It's going to be a blast. All right. And uh, yeah, so we got that going on. What else? I thought there was something else I needed to tell you. I'll get to it later. Okay. So let me go ahead and hit this drive time devotion and uh, we'll keep going on with this show. We've got like two and a half hours left. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. So I hope you'll stick around. And hey, send me an email so I can shout you out here on the radio. Send it to lifeline at 885jfm.com. Your name and where you're listening to us from. And I'll shout you out right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. A few gray skies out there across North Alabama. Right now, I thought, let's let's check the temperatures of some of these people who are listening to us on the stream. Like in Helsinki, Finland right now, 35 degrees. Columbiana County, Ohio, 40 degrees where you are. Thanks for hanging out. And Reno County, Kansas, looks like 42 degrees and partly cloudy. Now here across North Alabama, we're sitting at 55 in Gunnersville, 54 in Coleman and Bluntsville, and 52 in Scottsboro. And your forecast is brought to you by 
by Green Contracting LLC, where they specialize in home building and remodeling and making your dream home a reality. Yeah, their phone number is 256-302-0644. Again, that's Green Contracting LLC. Now your word of life. Today from James chapter 1, verse 27, in the New Living Translation of the Bible, pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Ah, that's good stuff, isn't it? Hey, what does it mean to you? Share that with somebody. Why don't you share that word of life? Start that conversation right there on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, X, or on our TikTok page and at the top of our website. We've got it there too. And uh, you know what? I hear from you about these words of life and I see the comments on Facebook and I'm so glad that they resonate with you. And I hope you do take us up on that whole idea of sharing them with somebody in your life and starting that conversation. It's a great way of sharing your faith. Now, hey, maybe you're not the one to really talk about Jesus in the workplace and to not really share your faith all that often out loud. You're like, well, Stephen, I'd rather just live it out than tell somebody. I understand that. But you know what? You should feel confident in sharing your faith with other people. So we've got a resource for you, specifically for you, on our website, 885jfm.com. The main menu, go to the Dive In tab. Underneath that, you're going to find Share Your Faith. Click that. You're going to find some resources there to give you that confidence boost that you need to feel better, bolder about sharing your faith with other people. Yeah, we've got it in English and in Spanish. So go check it out, all right? Again, that's 885jfm.com. Main menu, Dive In tab, Share Your Faith faith. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on the Lifeline, wherever you're listening to us from. And hey, I'm keeping an eye on my inbox. I'm hoping somebody's going to email me and let me know their name and where they're listening to me from so I can shout you out by name right here on the show. It's lifeline at 885jfm.com. Now for King and Country, what are we waiting for? You ever ask God to do something and then you just sit back and you're like, all right, I'm waiting on you. I'm just going to sit back here and I'm going to wait on you because I put it in your hands and I know you're going to answer that prayer and I'm just going to, I'm just going to hold, I'm just going to do what I'm doing. I'm just going to lay back here. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to wait. You know what? There is definitely significance in waiting on the Lord. At the same time, you know what? Lots of times God wants to partner with us in different things in our lives. Sometimes I'm afraid while we're waiting on him, He's actually waiting on us to start moving. And then he meets us in the middle. You know, he partners with us. Yeah. I came across a pretty cool scenario here. Now, Allie, she's been thinking through stuff like this. Allie Yost is her name. And um, she's got a little something to say about those instances where you find somebody in your life. And one, you're not sure if that person should really be there. They don't bring a whole lot of value. You're like, God, if this person should be here, please let us continue or take them away if they shouldn't be. And then in the other instance, you know that person is just not right for you. Yet for some reason, you keep hanging around them. And then you're praying to God the same kind of prayer when you know that person's not good for you. Well, hmm. I'm going to let her tell you how she processed through this. Here, take a listen. See what you think. Wait, y'all, actually, I want to talk about this. You know that prayer that we say sometimes where we're like, hey, Lord, if this person's no good for me, will you just remove them in your mighty name? Like, if, the per- if this person is not good for me and it's not of your will, God, I pray that you remove them. And he does one of two things. They either stay or they leave and you have confirmation in both of that. But what about the times where we pray to God and we're like, God, can you actually remove this person from my life? Because I know they're really awful and I'm miserable in this relationship and I can't take it anymore. God, will you remove them? And he doesn't. 
You know what the Lord is telling us in those moments? There's a big difference between the two. This scenario was like, God, I'm actually not sure. I just don't want to be misled. I don't want to be lied to. If this person isn't for me, I'm not sure, God, I'm giving it to you. You remove them or not. But this one is like, we actually know that this person is no good for us. And we just want God to remove them from our life because it's easier. Because we don't have to do the dirty work. Because we don't have to face those hard conversations. Because we don't have to do the hard stuff, right? And sometimes the Lord doesn't do it because he says, no, I need you to do the hard stuff though. Like actually, you know what? I'm not going to just remove this person from your life because I need you to do it. Because you're going to grow in it and you don't have the strength without me. So it's going to make us say, you know what? Actually, God, I can't do this without you. Give me the strength to do this, God. It's going to strengthen your relationship with the Lord and it's also going to make you stronger because now you know you can do the hard stuff. Now you know that you can have the hard conversations and you will have to remove people and make those decisions on your own, but with the Lord. If we're honest with ourselves, we know there are certain people or things in our life that aren't good for us and we just pray to God to remove it because it's easier. But sometimes God isn't always going to just remove everything that's inconvenient in our life, especially when we know it because he needs us to step up in faith. He's so real for that. <laughs> He's so real for that. All right, ladies, are, are you looking for something to get your hubbies out of the house? Well, I've got an idea for you. Maybe you could even make it a date night kind of thing, or maybe you just want to go alone. It depends on if you like the subject matter here. Just want to make sure that you know what's happening at Union Chapel Church. They're having a wild game feast, and that is happening this Saturday. Doors open at 3 o'clock. That's at Union Chapel Church over in Union Grove. They're going to have a guest speaker, Will Fowler, the CEO and president of Frog Togs. He's going to be there. They're also going to have a best mount contest. So those bucks, those trophy bucks that your husband's brought home, or maybe that you had mounted, well, it's time to see if they might be able to win a competition. <laughs> Judging is going to be going on during the event. So that mount for display, oh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, you can bring that mount from 2 to 4 p.m. Just wanted to let you know in case you wanted to get in on that. Plus, they're going to have door prizes, and they'll be drawn during the event. Now, there's also an opportunity for a $10 donation for that opportunity for one of the following items. Let me go through the list real quick, okay? We're talking about some stuff to, to help keep you and your family safe. Glock 19 Gen 3, 9mm pistol, bronze flag, 10-rod, IVS, Okay, we got a Mossberg and uh, a lot of more stuff. Some of these things, I don't know how to read, but I can tell you, they make me want to go, because I'm a man. Okay, so we got that, and it's sponsored by local businesses and Frog Togs. And for more information, you can find out, uh, vote from Jackie Collins, 256-656-0589. And again, that's at Union Chapel Church, their Wild Game Feast and uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun time had by all. It's free to attend, and guess what? They're going to have a whole lot of food. You're going to be able to sample some of that wild game. So make plans to attend. And ladies, like I said, you want to get your husband out the house? Tell him about it. He'll probably go. <laughs> I went to this thing a few years ago. I ended up bringing home a, a, a prize. It was really neat. So anyway, Union Chapel Church Wild Game Feast happening this Saturday. Doors open at 3 and uh, yeah, it's there in Union Grove at 1212 Union Chapel Road in Union Grove. All right, more great music headed your way. Plus, I'm getting ready to welcome Mallory Allen and Ellie Burns into the studio to tell us all about If Sand Mountain. So we got the guys covered. Now, you ladies, you want a conference to go to? Well, it's happening Friday and Saturday. All those details are forthcoming at 830 here on the air and across our socials at the same time. So be here, okay? All right. It'll be on the stream as well. Here's Danny Goki.
stand in faith. 88.5 JFM, The Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Stephen. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. You know, we absolutely love being able to talk about local happenings, these big events that go on in our community. Now, we reach all of Marshall County and into the seven surrounding counties. So I want you to keep that in mind if you have anything going on out there that you need to get the word out about. Because I found out about this little gathering uh, just the other day. <laughs> so I know it was like super last minute, but this is such a big deal. And I'm so glad that we were able to have three people from If Sand Mountain. They're going to tell us all about this women's conference, what it is, what you can expect as Friday and Saturday roll along. The ladies I already told you, if you want to get your husbands out of the house, we have something just for them. But this is just for you. And I think you're really going to love it. So let me stop talking and let me start telling you about who all I have in the studio with me right now. So we've got Anna Grace, we've got Ellie Burns, and we've got Miss Mallory. How are y'all doing this morning? Great. Doing awesome. All right. So this whole thing, If Sand Mountain, sounds like it's going to be a blast. Where's it going to be? We are going to be at Life Point Coffee House in Albertville. All right. Yes. Very cool. And it's a Friday and a Saturday, right? Yes. Friday and Saturday. We will begin at um, 6 p.m. on Friday and end at 10 p.m. And then we're going to be back at it on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. And then we'll end again um, at uh, 4.30 p.m. on All right. Saturday. So there's something special about believers getting together. We strengthen each other. And for you ladies, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Plus, quite the lineup from what I understand. So, y'all want to tell me all the details about what people can expect? Yes. So, um, first of all, I just want to read the scripture um, for the event. It is um, John um, 8, 12, and it is, I am the light of the world. So, um, we are a simulcast event, um, so we get to um, engage in real time with the big event in Fort Worth. And that's going to be super cool because as they are all together, we will all be together. And we just are coming together for this one big, amazing experience. Um, and just um, women coming together. It is so powerful, like you said. Just women worshiping together and, you know, all the tears and all the things, all the heart things that come out when um, God moves through the hearts of women. And so we are just so, so, so excited. But um, Anna Grace is going to touch on the big picture of If and um, all of that amazingness. So Anna Grace. Yes. Yeah, so the IF conference started 10 years ago. It was a vision of Jenny Allen's to really help disciple a nation. And now it's more than just one gathering. But with the advent of technology and uh, the ability to all gather together, it's over 179 different countries around the world. There's this really sweet spirit because, again, we know we're better together. And so when we come together to celebrate the light of the world mm -hmm. it is nice to be able to join and know that you're with believers all around the world at the same time praising the father and you know the whole purpose is if god were real then what that's how this started and so it's such a powerful day and we can't wait to join with women from all denominations all different generations just to come together and praise the one true god now having said that i know it's like a simulcast <laughs> event so sometimes it feels like there's a little separation there because you're in one spot they're in another spot you're still together but it's just not the same as being in the same room i understand that but there are some some live local elements yes. that are yes. part of this so tell us all about that 
Yes, and this is the piece I think we're super excited about that we do have the opportunity to bring in um, just some neat elements to the event. So in addition to just joining us for the simulcast and um, being there with us and worshiping, we are going to have um, a coffee bar. We have um, a barista in-house. We're super excited about that part because obviously... You know, coffee is very important um, for us women and mamas. Um, so we'll have that element. That's super awesome. And then we're going to have a mini market where we are um, other ladies and women creators that um, ha- either work from home or have local businesses. They are going to come and join us for a mini market where um, you can shop and just um, enjoy that piece. Um, we are going to engage in worship with... Um, the live uh, simulcast which i've heard is pretty incredible amazing so we are going to be like doing that and that's going to be fun we're going to have giveaways door prizes um break bread together sit on the table talk through the discussions kumbaya and (laughs) (laughs) creating community which is what it's all about amen that's great you know i love this because i can tell you from all the research done for contemporary christian radio you ladies are our target demographic. Like between 25 to 55 year old females are the majority of people who listen to Christian radio. I know there are some guys out there who love it too, and I'm here for that. But I'm always trying to bring some kind of content to the show that resonates with you and all of you coming together. There's a lot of experience gonna be in the same room. So tell me about how you can benefit, how the ladies who are listening this morning can really benefit from coming together and being a part of this. Well, I think that um, just being able, we have so many shared experiences just as women in general. And so being able to come together and learn and worship together just brings us closer. And I think that it's important that we build relationships and nurture those relationships with women of all different ages, those that are younger than us, those that are older than us, and the ones that are, you know, our peers. And so it's just a wonderful opportunity anytime we can do that. And I... I'm so sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, we know that true, authentic, vulnerable community is under attack because the enemy doesn't want us gathering together under one banner of Jesus Christ. And when we get together and again, we break down the barriers and we celebrate the things that unite us and not the things that divide us, there's just nothing that can stop the kingdom's the kingdom of God and Jesus's movement. And that's what we're here to do. So it gets me excited to know that we're all going to be together again focusing on Jesus and just lifting his name high. Yeah. And for those who are interested in who is speaking at the simulcast part of the event, we have awesome speakers that we're going to be hearing from. And it's just like if they were on stage, it's just that the stage is a video screen. That's so right. yeah, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's going to be Jenny Allen. We've got Christine Kane, Sadie <laughs> Robertson, um, Sadie Robertson Huff, uh, Lauren <laughs> Chandler, David Platt, and there are just so many. It's it's really hard. We wouldn't have time to name them all, I don't think, but it is going to be awesome. We're so excited. It's packed with education, but it's also packed with local community, which is what I love. Yes, like I said, it's it's us gathering together and breaking down those barriers and just worshiping together. It's awesome. Amen. Love it. Absolutely love it. And I mean, on top of that, the mini market, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes. <laughs> okay, ladies, we all love to shop. Obviously, that is true. So um, this is going to be super unique. Um, so the mini market, um, we have um, Latin long um earrings coming we have um, a massage therapist coming to do like a wellness piece 
Um, yes and amen. There's just going to be literally <laughs> something for everyone. Um, of course, Tribe and Feather will be there. Oh, you can Tribe give them your, Feather, your stats. Yeah, that's, yes. that's me, Tribe and Feather. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're just so thankful that they want to join us. And um, it's really not too late to join us, ladies, if if this is speaking to you and speaking to your heart and um, you feel like you want to be a part of that if you're a creator or um, doing something awesome that you want people to know about and this is just you know speaking to you we'd love to have you so um, you can reach out to us and I had a friend from Brashers Shovel last night reach out and say they wanted to sponsor some folks to come and so if oh, money amazing. is a barrier we don't want that to be a reason that you're not getting together right. so if you want to come and you feel like the $50 for the whole weekend was a bit much and it was a barrier for you don't let that stop you because again there are folks in this community who care and want to make sure you can get connected so just reach out through the station i'm sure we can get connected with you maybe and yes. we'll find a way or you can yeah. visit us at rootedculture.org slash if sand mountain and learn more you can get tickets there you can show up if you can only come for 30 minutes in between ball games, then come, drop by. Come, come. It's going to be fine just to come by. We'll make it work. Yes. And also, there is opportunity. There's um, so the $50, like Anna's mentioning, that's going to include, you know, the Friday and Saturday event. Your shirt. Um, your shirt. Your cute shirt, your yeah. meals, all the good things. But then for $35, you can come um, for the Saturday day pass. And that also includes your lunch. And then if you just want to do like stop in, like Anna's saying, 15 bucks, but you know what? Like, we want you there yes. and we're going to find a way for you to be there. So, Please don't let that be, you know, a barrier because we, like Anna said, we want you there. <laughs> awesome. And, you know, right now we're live on the radio, on the stream, also on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. So if you have any questions and you're like, oh, me, me, I want to go, I want to go, <laughs> go ahead and, and let us know down there in the comments. Yeah. If you'd like to connect with these ladies and be a part of this over this weekend, I think it's really a worthwhile endeavor. You're going to enjoy yourself. Yeah, it might be just exactly what you need to recharge the batteries or supercharge your faith. Absolutely. It's a pretty big deal. Hey, those speakers, I mean, come on. The, the educational one. I get happy just hearing about, oh, hearing I about so them. Oh, they're so good. I know. They're yeah. so good. Sadie Robertson Huff, she is just, she's such an inspiration. I know she's from the younger generation, <laughs> but you've got generations uh, that are really um, being showcased here. You've got... You got speakers from different generations all the way up from really young to really old i love that about it yes and so. i think that's what we love also so much about this is that it expands from it's everybody it's not just for you know the young mamas or the old mamas it's for you know the ladies of wisdom that can come and <laughs> you know embark their wisdom onto us and i just think that piece is just super neat particularly about about if for sure yeah. For sure. So anything we haven't touched on that you guys uh, would like to talk about real quick before we say goodbye and get back to music? I just am so excited again. Thank you for the opportunity to share this. We, you know, it's our heart to create community that's authentic and real and that lifts the name of Jesus high. So we're just here for it and can't wait to see everybody this weekend. Yeah, thank you so much. Wonderful stuff. Well, I'm putting that info on the screen right now. More information about how to get involved. And, and like they said, you want to get involved and maybe you, you don't quite have the finances ready for that. Well, please contact us through those comment bars there at the bottom of this video. And do us a favor as well. Share this with as many people as possible. Let's pack this place out. Help you ladies have a really good time and build your faith together as a community. Ladies, thank you so much for carving out some time and coming and talking with us about it. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you Thanks so, so much. much. All right. Well, we'll get back to the music now. I've got Matthew West with Truth Be Told right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Thanks so much for hanging out. Those little ones bring so much joy to our lives, don't they? But those early years, oh my goodness, they're hard. 
Yeah, do you like sleep? You don't get to do much of that, do you? Mom? Dad? Yeah, I know. See, they have needs. And sometimes they just wake up crying in the middle of the night. You gotta go in there and take care of them. But I wonder, Mom and Dad, do y'all split up the duties? Does it work out well that way? Or, ladies, does your husband always kind of, I don't know, kind of mess it up or take way too long to get it done? Or maybe he just sleeps like a rock and you can't wake him up to save your life? Well, we're about to hear from one mom who's tried the whole 50-50 thing with those nighttime feeding things and she's just not here for it anymore you'll understand why she's got quite a way of expressing herself so stick around and i'll share it with you next right here on the lifeline morning show listen i don't always say that i'm right but i'm right when i say this a lot of you guys you know when you have children you go 50 50 in um you know feeding them raising them looking after them i want to ask you how because i took on your methodology yesterday and two nights ago I have a three-year-old and a baby, a two-month-old, and when they cry at night, I do the, the milkings and the feedings. So I've been reading online and I've read that a lot of you, you know, share that load with your husband and it's the done thing to do the 50-50. Girl, when I do it myself, I do it in 20 minutes and I'm in bed and I'm sleeping like a baby, as they say. When I ask my husband to do it, number one, he moves at the pace of a sloth molasses animal, like so slow. Number two, he's confused. He's bumping into everything. He doesn't know what's going on. I'm like, the milk, babe, the milk, the milk. He's sitting up, he's confused. The baby, what baby, what baby? We have a baby? Next thing you know, he's, I don't know, giving food to the cat and burping the neighbor. What is happening? You're like one of those air traffic controllers with the little, with the little things trying to navigate what the guy is doing. Why on earth do you guys do that to yourselves? I mean, I know what you're going to write. My husband's not like that. My husband's not like that. No, no, no. Au contraire. Everyone's husband's like that. Look at the feeds. To get them up, I don't know. Do you guys do it just to like know that you shared the load? Because I can, I will never share the load again. Girl, I would rather do it myself and quickly. And it's not feigned incompetence. The guy was so confused. I don't know where he was going. Suddenly he sat down. Suddenly he got up. Suddenly he was standing in the middle of the living room. Like, so what do you think about that? Had those kinds of experiences before? <laughs> that particular video, it's got quite a lot of likes over on the socials. And I came across a few of these comments and they're almost as good as the whole video. Yeah, one lady says, weaponized incompetence. <laughs> it is true, sometimes us guys, we will fake it. We'll, we'll like mess it up so bad you'll never ask us to do it again. But hopefully that wasn't the case. And it doesn't sound like it was. Now this video is from Margarita Nazarenko. That's what she goes by over on TikTok. And a few more, Lisa says, sometimes they do it bad on purpose so you won't ask again. Yep, been there, done that. I feel guilty about it sometimes, sometimes not. Sorry, not sorry. That kind of thing. Um, another lady says, I let him bumble around as long as he needed. A week later, he became even faster than me. Oh, so maybe she just needs to give him another chance. Maybe just keep this thing going and see how he does. <laughs> I don't know, but whew, I know that's so relatable. Myself, I'll tell you this. My wife got so mad at me because I do sleep like a rock. And I was more than willing to get up and help with Grace when she was little. You know, those nighttime feedings. I was more than willing to do it, but she just could not wake me up. And she got pretty agitated about that. So 
Anyway, glad those days are behind us. Now we we have a little girl who who doesn't wake up in the middle of the night crying for food. So <laughs> thanks so much for hanging out with me. I love doing life with you, talking about stuff that really relates. You know what I mean? Because we're all in this thing together. We can really, I don't know, be a support to one another. We're building a community around here. And I'm so here for it. Thank you so much for being a part of it as well. Right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. They forget my name. Aim, aim, aim. They call me. They call me Stacy. They call me Hell. They call me Jane. That's not my name. That's not my name. That's not my name. That's not my name. So, what is in a name? Well, there's a whole lot wrapped up in that name, right? I mean, you've probably studied your name out before to find out what's the derivative. Where does it come from? What does it mean, right? I remember my mom had these little things, these little knickknacks on our on our cabinet thing, like that little thing that, you know, you put the knickknacks on. I don't know, is it a curio cabinet? Anyway, something like that. And it had my name and it had my little brother's name. And I forget which one of us it was, but one of them means crowned one. I think it was mine. It might have been John, but I think it was mine. Crowned one. That's what it means. And it gave a little description of the etymology of the name. And, you know, a lot of thought goes into a name. Maybe you're trying to you know, keep a tradition going. Like my daughter, Grace, her middle name is Marie. That was my grandmother's middle name, was Helen Marie, and so it's Grace Marie. (laughs) But you know what? Those names, they age. Sometimes gracefully, sometimes not so gracefully. Yeah, what's a really old name that you can think of? Maybe it's Deborah? Yeah, maybe it's Ruth. I mean, those are found in the Bible, right? Hey, I'm not knocking any of these names. I'm just saying. Some of them sound like they've been around for a while, right? Yeah, like uh, (laughs) in my family, I had some like great aunts or cousins. And somewhere down the line, it was actually, it was, it was, it was great aunts. And they were Rivaline and Treva Jean. Yeah, they were twins. Pretty cool, huh? So, hey, I wonder if you ever mm, feel old. If your little ones ever just make you feel ancient, if they ask you questions like, hey, uh, was TV in color when you were little? (laughs) That's happened to me already. And I'm only 41. But anyway, this lady, well, she is in the same boat. Her name is Amber. Keep that in mind. That's a very big part of the story. So her name is Amber, and her daughter had a little something to say about names and about how old people have certain names. And young people have other names. Here, take a listen and see if you can relate. They forget my name. The other day, my daughter told me the name Ashley or Amanda or my name is Amber are like old people names, and I never thought about it this way, but she's like, yeah, my teacher's names are like Miss Erica, Miss Samantha, there's Amanda's and Ashley's, and she's like, those are just old people names. Whereas like young people names, like my daughter is Scarlett, there's Charlotte's, there's Olivia, there's Penelope's, there's Isabella's, there's Bella's, there's Ella's. Those are young people names. So basically, like, I mean, for me, Ashley is always going to be like my friend from elementary. So it just seems like a kid name to me, but it's not. Ashley, Amanda, Amber, all of these names are like basically the new Margaret or Barbara. (laughs) I love that. So let's talk a little bit about the top baby names for 2024 real quick. Okay. On the girls side, we'll do the top. Let's see the top 10. All right. We got Olivia, Amelia, Sophia, Emma, Charlotte, Isabella, Ava, Aurora, Mia, and Luna. Wow. And then on the boys' side, we've got Noah, Liam, Oliver, Elijah, Lucas, Mateo, 
Asher, Levi, Ezra, and James. Ooh, I heard a few biblical names there on that boy's side. That's crazy, isn't it? Sometimes those older names, we think they're older, but they come back around and then this new generation gets them. So it's relative, you know, like she said, I remember there being like a Mary that, that I had a friend, was my friend in elementary school or, you know, there's a bunch of different names. You probably don't hear them much anymore. But your kids growing up with their generation, and so it's they're going to feel old too. Just give them a chance. Their turn's coming. <laughs> yeah, but just had to talk about what's in a name and how does it make you feel. Are there old names and are there young names? I guess so. It depends on what generation you're from, right? <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with me here on The Lifeline. A big shout out now to Gdynia, Poland. Thank you for hanging out with us right here on the stream. Also, Castle, Germany, been hopping on this morning. Louisville, Kentucky's hanging out. Reno County, Kansas, and a slew of people right here in North Alabama. I'm always ke- keeping a check on my email, seeing maybe if somebody sent me an email so I can shout you out. I don't see any fresh ones right now, but I'm always looking. So if you'd like to well, hear your name on the radio, well, I'd like to shout you out. It's <laughs> lifeline at 885jfm.com. All right, I'll be looking forward to that. If I get one between now and the end of the show, I'll shout you out right before I do that uh, inspiring quote of the day. Well, the time has already come where I must bid you adieu, but before I do, let me share with you an inspiring quote. Today, it's a good one. Optimism isn't a belief that things will automatically get better. It's a conviction that we can make things better. Ooh, that we can make things better. That's a big deal, isn't it? Uh, I got to thinking about this and I want to apply it to this scenario. Say you're at the house. All of a sudden, the electricity cuts off. You got no power at all. Do you just assume that the electricity company knows that you don't have any power? Do you think, oh, somebody else will tell them. I don't need to tell them. If so, you might be sitting in the dark for a while. Yeah, you might want to go ahead and call the electric company and say, hey, um, got an outage. <laughs> See, it takes us moving our feet and doing some things to help good things happen. Remember that. I'll see you right back here tomorrow from 6 to 10 for another Lifeline Morning Show.